It all started last year during a terrible thunderstorm when I locked myself out of the house. Sheltering myself with a large piece of sheet metal, I ran for cover under the tallest tree I could find. Something told me this was a very special, very magical piece of wood that I could make a bed out of. I put my homemade football on hold and set to work making the world's greatest bet. Trevor Oaks joins the show right now. He's founder of ABO Baseball. Uh, his uh, company just got approved by the Major League Baseball Association as a bat supplier. Trevor, first question to you. Back in the day when you decided to quit your factory job at Toyota to build bats for a living, were you inspired by Homer Simpson? Uh, I can't say he was the trigger, but uh, it definitely helps. Yeah. It's, it's, congratulations to you, by the way. This is a labor of love that you took on. When did you start woodworking? Um, well, it was about three years ago, just over three years. Um, I started, uh, I was a baseball player, and I snapped a couple bats playing and thought I'd take it upon myself to uh, you know, start making my own bats and just fell in love with it. How did you go about, you're in Tilsonburg, Ontario. How did you go about uh, learning how to build a bat? Like, did you go to YouTube? What, what did you do? Did you go to woodworking classes? No, nothing. I just uh, actually just um, gave it a whirl. So I bought a lathe, bought a piece of wood, and I threw it in there, and, and uh, it turned out in the shape of a bat. So I thought, okay, well, I know what I'm doing, but there was so much to learn, like so many things to learn. And over the past, you know, couple years, I just picked up stuff on my own. I didn't really have any guidance or anything. I just, you know, winged it. It was a trial and error process. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely trial and error. So you originally started making these bats just so you could uh, not break any more bats while you played baseball? Um, just so I didn't have to spend the money on all of the bats. And I can't say it was good bats I was buying or just a bad swing, more than likely just a bad swing. Um, but yeah, just instead of buying more and more bats, I just thought I'd make my own and, and, uh, it didn't, <clears throat> there was never any intention to, uh, go where we are now. It was just kind of a, you know, I'll make myself bats, make my buddy bats. It was just more of a hobby than a, than a business, but then it just kind of flipped. Your your company is called ABO Baseball. What does ABO stand for? Uh, it's my kids' names. Uh, my kids are Audrey and Brandon, and then my last name is Oak. So we just kind of named them after that. And the funny thing is, is when we when we were <clears throat> thinking of the name, I, I googled uh, ABO bats just in case. So, you know, there's nothing out there. Um, it's an actual winged animal, like a winged bat. So it kind of went hand in hand. Almost had to do, had had to do it, right? So it's perfect. Some things just fall into place. Um, exactly. Have you always been the kind of guy that you know if if you uh, can't find something you like that you try and do it yourself? Yeah, uh, most of, most things. I'll and before, like any home project or any projects, really. Before getting professional help, I'll I'll at least give it one crack, right? So. Um, you know, fixing plumbing or whatever, I got to try it first because why not? I love that you speak in baseball puns. I'll give it one crack. Well, it is my life now. now, Yeah, it is your life. You decided to quit your job at Toyota. You know, you started out making these bats three years ago. Three years ago when you first put your piece of wood on the lathe, what did 
could you ever have dreamed that this actually might be something that you would turn into a not only a business but a business that might supply the major league baseball association never no it wasn't until about a year after almost uh of making bats that i thought okay this this could be something let's roll with it and see where it goes and then and then it turned into like okay in five years i want to see things on tv and it was more you want to see these things on tv is that was that the goal is that what you said yeah like i wanted to see my bats on tv that was my goal mlb five years and uh, we we actually got in three, so we're we're ahead of schedule. And um, yeah, good things are good and exciting things are coming, I guess. Okay, what what convinced you that your bats were good enough to be major league baseball supplied? Um, just having bats all over the world now, um, locally, uh, a lot of feedback. Um, like going to see the games where they get like the bats being used, and you see the production from them uh, from the player and now. You know, it's not all that. And yesterday I was in Wisconsin for some um, training for the pros, and uh, they they had said, like, it's mostly player. Like, it's it's not – like, when – because they have videos of guys, they break their bats, but the ball still goes over the fence, and that's all strength. It's all player. So just seeing that stuff happen, I was like, oh, these are, these are actually good bats. And then people are feeding back to me, like, oh, they're like this is good wood. And it's all – that's the key. Good wood is key. So, Where do you get your wood from? Is it Canadian wood, and what are you using? It is. Yes, so yes, it uh, is all Canadian. Um, it's kind of a big secret in the trade, I guess. All right. Where exactly you get it, but um, uh, yeah, like it's we're using mostly maple um, and then some yellow birch ash. I do ash. I haven't made an ash bat in a long time. Just well, it's hard to find. Now. It's hard to find, and not a lot of guys swing them anymore. So why? Um, uh, I think kind of yellow birch has kind of taken over that role of ash bats, and uh, you know it kind of flip flops within sales uh, in the pros and basically everywhere else. Ash is a good, or uh, sorry, yellow birch is a good strong wood. It's nice and light, so it's good for youth or you know pro players even. So it's kind of just taken over. So you went down to the uh, baseball camp, uh, you know, to just watch major leaguers swing your your bat. How does that make you feel when you're, you know, sitting there and they pick up your bat uh, and they just swing away and connect? Like, what happens to you? Is there, like, how exciting is that? I mean, this was three years ago you decided, I don't want to break bats anymore. I'll make my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Um, I'll give you an example. So, Last year, I kind of, like, wanted to market into the IBL, which is, you know, Ontario, mostly just ex-pros or up-and-coming, got good ball players, And Cleveland Brownlee from the London Majors was swinging our bat. And the very first home run I ever seen live was off Cleveland. And I, I'll tell you, like, it was one of the best feelings I've had just to, just to know that it came off something that I made by hand. And then back-to-back, right after him, Mike Ambrose hit one. So it was it was pretty exciting. Both Apple bats, both home runs. It was like just a great feeling. So it was pretty exciting. Well, congratulations. I mean, I think anybody that's uh, that loves a Canadian success story is interested in hearing this. And and this is a huge yeah. success story because it just came from you wanting to, uh, you know, improve your game. And now you might be improving the game of, you know, the game in general. The Major League Baseball uh, players picking yeah. up your bat. How what? When were you convinced that, you know, I got to try and get into the major leagues as far as, uh, you know, apply? What, what's the process like? 
Um, so we decided last, uh, basically last fall, okay, let's next year, let's go for it. So it's a long process kind of, uh, so you apply, um, I went down to the winter meetings and kind of got all the info I needed. Um, you apply the, uh, you hand in your paperwork, uh, your insurance policy, all that jazz. And then you send some, you send a sample bat off to Wisconsin where I was actually yesterday. And, and then it's just a waiting game. And then we waited, and then finally we got a letter saying, congratulations, you're good to go. And now it's just a matter of uh, getting sales within the, the bigs. So um, we'll be headed, we head down to uh, Arizona in three weeks, and then we're hoping to set up shop at all the camps and hopefully get our bats into some hands with some, some big names. How has it changed your production? Like where was your production at, and where does it have to go? Uh, well, that's the reason we did this was to ramp production, whether it's pro guys or local guys or youth bats, it doesn't matter. We just thought this could be, you know, the next step into making production even more. So it has ramped um, knowledge of ABO baseball uh, just in the last week has ramped rapidly uh, via social media, etc. cetera. Um, so it's been really good. Uh, it was a good step to take. Um, it's very busy, <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's really really good. Like it's a good feeling to know that you know um, just in three weeks we could have you know some big names buying our bats that we're making in Tilsburg, Ontario, which is kind of a good. It, it, it hasn't really kicked in. It's slowly getting to me. Like it's kind of surreal a little bit, um, but it is kind of a big deal. Like to to have some, just like a little shop in a little town making you know tools that. Uh, one of the biggest sports in the world are using, so it's kind of exciting. Well, I think it's interesting that Stomp and Tom has put Tilsonburg on the map, but you guys are going to take them global. Abel will take them global. Uh, Do the players decide which bats to use, or the teams? Um, Players. So you you can get team orders, or you can get uh, just players, specific orders, customs, and stuff like that. Um, That's kind of what I... We have base models. We have many, many different models, but I, I like making a good custom bat. Um, like, you know, we, we have an indoor facility in Tulsa batting cages, hit tracks, and a golf simulator. And right next to those batting cages is my lathe room. So we allow players to come in and, and hit baseballs while their bat's getting hit. Come on. And then I'll pull them into the lathe room once we get to the handle and customize it to their hand. Oh, that's so amazing. That's what they want. So, yeah, it's, pretty, it's a pretty cool little... Uh, feature we offer for custom bats. Well, I'm, I'm so happy for you and your family. Uh, Abo baseball bats, are we going to be able to get them in stores? Like, would you, it sounds kind of weird for me to ask this question. I mean, uh, could you get, could the average uh, schmo like me grab one of those? Or like, where would we go? Absolutely. So um, we are going to uh, pursue more retail coming in the near, near future. But uh, just uh, abobaseball.com or Booking.abobaseball.com uh, also is our uh, facility website. We'll lead you to bat uh, mostly online right now, but we're hoping to get into more, some more retail. Well, Trevor, I imagine that business is starting to boom and you have to take as much time as you can to get back to the late. So I'm going to let you go and thank you for your time. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Cheers. That's Trevor Oaks, founder of Abo uh, Baseball. And uh, good for them getting into the major leagues. That's a huge success story from Tilsonburg, Ontario.